Hello everyone, I'm your host Francesca Bonadonna, the food blogger behind Plantfully Based. Welcome to Vegan Thoughts, where we talk about vegan topics, lifestyle, food blogging, and much more. Hello everyone, so today is a really special episode because today we're going to be talking about my vegan anniversary. I have been vegan for six years, oh my goodness, I cannot believe it. I went vegan on April 11th, 2016, and I stuck with it ever since, and I really can't believe it's been six years. So we're going to talk about that all today, just, you know, what it's been like the last six years, how I feel, reflecting on it, all that stuff, and I figured, you know, this is a fun thing to talk about, you know, six years is such a long time, and I really can't believe it's been that long, but it's amazing. I'm also filming this podcast episode at like 9.30 at night, which I never do. I usually film these in the daytime and my day was just so crazy today. So if I sound possibly like a little bit sleepy, it's just because it's the end of the day. It's been a long day, but I really wanted to get this episode done and out because I did tell you guys I was going to try to do my best to stay on track with uploading and I want to keep that promise. So before we get into, of course, talking about this further, I told you guys in the last episode I'm taking a break from doing unpopular food opinions and I'm just going to kind of do like the question game and answer a few questions about myself that I like, you know, I just Googled like a hundred questions to ask your friends, a hundred questions for icebreakers. And yeah, I figured that's fun for right now while you guys get to like know me a little bit better. We get to reconnect and we'll go back to unpopular food opinions at some point or something else. I don't know. I like doing these fun little segments in the beginning. And like I always say, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a place where you can leave reviews, although I think it is only Apple Podcasts, then please be sure to leave a review on the podcast and feel free to share it on social media and stuff. I I'm really trying to grow this podcast a little bit more. So my first question that I wrote down is, have you ever had a nickname and what is it? So obviously you guys know my name is Francesca, which is a long name. So everyone started calling me Fran and I hate the nickname Fran. I hate Fran and I hate Franny. So don't ever call me it. The only people who are at this point in my life allowed to call me Fran are like my friends from middle school. Like Everybody I went to middle school and high school with will call me Fran and like that's fine because they've been in my life like that. Like some of my college friends call me Fran, but even that, like some of them do call me Francesca. So yeah, I do not like Fran, but that's kind of the nickname I was given um, when my brother was younger. So my brother's 10 years younger than me and he couldn't say my name, of course, when he was first born and learning to talk. So he called me Fluffy McBuns one day, <laughs> like he was just playing around. So my family sometimes calls me Fluff still and Fluffy. And otherwise it's like Francesque, but yeah, I had a lot of like funny nicknames growing up with friends. Like one of my AIM Instagrams or not Instagram, Instagram wasn't there. One of my AIM usernames was Cran Cran Fran back in the day. Cause I don't know, something with cranberry juice. Obviously you guys know my last name is Bonadonna. So some people call me Bonna, but yeah, I have like a lot of nicknames and I usually will, I'll usually answer to pretty much everything. I like even like an F, like if someone just wants to call me F, keep it easy, but I do, I hate Fran. Like when people, even sometimes on YouTube comments will be like, oh, Fran. And I'm like, no, don't call me that. I don't like that. That's not my name. <laughs> Cause I really, I don't like Fran. All right. Question number two, am I an introvert or an extrovert? I used to be the biggest extrovert. Like back in college, I was like, I want to be around people all the time. I want to be at parties. Like, what are we doing? It's the weekend. Like, how can we sit home? But now I am a complete introvert and I feel it so much. Like after I spend 
a lot of time with people. Like I, I need to be alone. I feel so drained. I don't feel recharged. And I just need like, I know I value my alone time now and I know how important my alone time is. And I need that. I think I'm probably more of an extroverted introvert because I can like be around people and have a nice time. But it's like, as soon as that time is done, I I need to like decompress like and not kind of talk to anybody and just hang out and just relax (laughs) so I definitely think I'm an an extroverted introvert and yeah I just like now I'm like oh it's Friday night and I can just like sit in and not have to do anything oh that's so nice like I I love that like I'm the kind of person that's like oh like I made plans like a month ago but I was a different person back then like once it comes time to like do stuff I'm like uh like which is so bad and I'm trying to like be a little bit more, you know, making sure I'm keeping up with my plans and seeing my friends and stuff because I would be so happy to just not do anything. Um, okay. And my last question that I wrote down was what was the last thing you read? So if you follow my personal Instagram account, Francesca Bonadonna, you know that I'm like so into reading, or at least I was, I've been in kind of a dry spell with reading because I just quite frankly haven't had time. The last book I was reading was called His and Hers by Alice Feeney. I'm pretty sure that was the author and it was really good. It was like told from the perspective of an ex-wife and ex-husband and it was a mystery and someone was murdered and you know going back and forth and it was really good. I'm hoping to read it while I'm away because I'm going to go away a little bit and take some time off for Easter and be with some family so I think while I'm away, I'm going to read that. I'll finish it up. And then I also have a book called The Good Sister, who I can't remember who the author is. And that's been on my list of things to read. I love reading. I really like when I'm in the mood to read, I can just like devour a book. So I want to really get back into it, especially like once it turns like summer and I'm kind of like spending some time outside and whatever, then I definitely feel more inclined to read. But right now it's like, I don't quite have the time to read, but last year I read so many good books. The Probably the, one of my favorite books that I read last year was The Woman in the Dark by Vanessa Savage. I was like glued to that. I couldn't like read it quick enough. There was a lot of good books. I have to like go through my Goodreads again at some point and like see what I liked. But yeah, I do love to read. And if you guys ever have any good book recommendations, let me know. I love mysteries and I love thrillers. That's what I go for. I also really want to read The Silent Patient by... Alex I think it's Alex is the author's name and then it's like a very long last name that I cannot pronounce it starts with an M um but yeah I'm always like collecting books on my Goodreads app but I just never get a chance to read them right now so those are our questions for this segment and let's let's start chatting so yeah six years of being a vegan Whew. So if you haven't listened to the podcast episode about my vegan story, you should probably listen to that because that's really goes into, you know, what was going on in my life around this time and like what kind of led me to it. But I'll give you the very abbreviated version. Basically, on April 11th, I was like, I'm going to try to go vegan for 30 days. I had kind of been like warming myself up to it, eating vegan a few days a week and really liking how I felt while doing it. And yeah, so then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to go vegan for 30 days. I didn't really put any pressure on myself. And I was like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, then that's okay too. And yeah, I had made the little Instagram account that is now plantfully based at that time. It was called 30 Vegan Days. And I just really loved how I felt. I loved eating the way I was eating. And I loved just learning more about a vegan lifestyle. And yeah, it was really, really awesome. So I was like super happy with it and I've stuck with it ever since. It was a big change. It was, you know, no one in my family is vegan. Nobody in my family has ever thought to be vegan. (laughs) 
we are Italian and, you know, we meat eaters and, you know, everything like that. So it's was definitely a big adjustment, but I feel so happy to like live my life this way. And actually I was typing while I was talking. If I sounded like I was talking a little slow, it's because I was also typing, but I wanted to go on the vegan calculator thing, which if you guys don't know what that is, basically it tells you like how many animals you saved in gallons of water and pounds of grain and all this stuff just by being vegan, which I think is so cool. So I put it in. So in my six years of being vegan, I have not, not eaten 2,191 animals. I have saved 2.4 million gallons of water. It's actually more than that. It's 2,410,100 gallons of water. I have saved 87,640 pounds of grain, 43,820 pounds of carbon dioxide, and 65,730 square feet of forest, which is like, it's just so amazing to see those numbers because I was somebody who always said like, oh, it doesn't make a difference if I go vegan. It doesn't matter. Like, what's the point? People are still going to eat animals. So I might as well eat animals. I might as well enjoy them too, because that's, you know, what I like and whatever. And I, I don't even eat that much meat, so it doesn't really matter. But like, I always like laugh that I would say that because like here I am six years later that I literally built a career around it. And like, I look at the difference that I've made in those six years. I mean, 2,191 animals, like that is, it's a lot of animals. Like that's almost 2,200 animals that like I didn't eat. That like sounds so weird saying that, but you know, like when you really think about that, like that's a lot of animals and like all those other statistics. So if you're listening to this and you're somebody who's maybe thought about going vegan, you don't know, like if you should go vegan, you don't even know if it would make a difference. Like it does. Every little bit makes a difference. And honestly, even if you just eat a vegan, you know, diet three days a week or something, you know, just eat more vegan meals, do a meatless Monday, like you're making a difference in so many aspects. So it's really, really awesome. So something that I think is interesting to talk about is after being vegan for six years, you know, what am I feeling? How do I feel about this? And, you know, am I happy? Am I going to, you know, continue living my life this way? Spoiler, the answer to all this is yes, I am happy. And yes, I'm going to continue to live my life this way. You know, it's so interesting because you do see a lot of things online about people who have been vegan for about like five, six years, and then they have to they, you know, they suddenly start having a lot of health problems and they go back to eating animal products. And I'm not going to lie, like it was always very like scary and kind of jarring to see like a lot of these like vegan bloggers and influencers and like, you know, people in my realm that I either looked up to or were acquaintances or whatever who like went and had to go eat animal products again. And I was, it, it is like a very weird feeling because you're like very secure in your way of life, right? Like this is this to me, it feels very, um, important. This is an important part of my life. And if I had to change it, that would just feel like so, I don't know, detrimental and so sad. And so like when I kept seeing people who like, were like, oh, I had a lot of health problems and I had to change from being a vegan. It kind of like scared me in a way because I was like, is that what's going to happen to me? Like, am I going to hit this five mark, five year mark, six year mark and have all these issues? Um, obviously I don't have any issues. I got my blood test done last year. I actually have to make an appointment for a physical (laughs) side note in case you guys are curious. Um, but you know, my blood test came back great and I feel great and I feel like stronger than ever and healthier than ever. I'm, you know, putting on a lot of muscle right now. That's kind of my goal at the moment is to kind of work on building muscle and 
you know, whatever, everything like that. I get more than enough protein every day. Again, another myth that we don't get enough protein as vegans. I'm getting like a hundred to a hundred and like 15 grams of protein every day. That is more than enough protein and even more protein than like you need for your RDA. But I just, cause I'm building muscle, but you know, it was like very weird. Cause I was these people that I knew who were vegans for so long be like, Oh, I just started having all these health problems and I can't be vegan anymore. You know? Um, so needless to say, knock on wood, I'm having no health problems. I feel great. And it's six years. And I also feel like it's kind of, it's really cool to get to say that. And it's really cool to kind of, I don't want to say like throw it in people's faces, but you know, when people are like, Oh, like I went vegan for a year and I just couldn't do it or whatever it is. And listen, everyone is different and I don't judge anyone's journey and whatever it may be. But you know, and I'm like, Oh, I've been vegan for six years. So like, I don't know, you know, people are like, Oh, I'm so hungry as a vegan. Like, yeah, you're probably not eating the right stuff. You're probably not doing things the right way. Like there is in my way, a proper way to do veganism. There isn't one way to do veganism, but I'm just saying there's a proper way to do it. So like, and what I mean by that is like eat food, <laughs> like eat protein, eat carbs, eat fats. Like, I don't know. When I first went vegan back in 2016, it was a very different world and it was all about the high carb, low fat, which I don't really agree with because I feel like we really need fats. They're so important for like our brains and <laughs> we need fats in our diet and as women for your hormones, maybe for men too. I don't really know. Um, but anyway, you know, it was like so different. And I feel like a lot of people who were super into that trend back then kind of were the ones who had problems later on because you just like eliminated whole food groups. And don't, I did it for a little bit too. I did it for like a few months and I thought it was really awesome because I was like, I can just eat all the pasta I want and I'm not going to gain any weight. But like, that was silly because it just doesn't work out that way. <laughs> and also like I, you need protein and you need fat. So needless to say, I feel like the people who tend to struggle with veganism, you know, unfortunately either kind of end up following the wrong people or, you know, the, being vegan is a commitment. I will say that. I know that I am fully committed to it in the sense that when I go out to eat, I'm going to eat vegan food. If I'm traveling, I'm making sure that there's vegan, you know, restaurants or something. If I am going away for the weekend, maybe I bring some of my own food and my own snacks and I make sure that I have stuff because that's one thing. Don't ever go anywhere without something because, don't assume that you're going to find something or don't assume that people will have something for you because it doesn't always work out that way. So like a good example is like, I, I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> I, I talked about him, I think last episode, but so I have a boyfriend and partly because he lives a little bit further away, but also because I'm like kind of keeping on track with goals and stuff. Anyway, I bring a lot of food up with me actually. And I bring sure I have tofu and you know, all the things that I like to eat just so that way they're there. And even if we go to a restaurant, let's say, and like I can't have the most filling meal or something, but we just want to go out and do something. Then I know that when I come home, there's something there waiting for me that is a little bit more filling. Like if I just had to eat a salad or something, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, I think something that's really been very cool about all this is to see the impact that I've had on people. You know, again, this just goes back to the idea that, oh, it wouldn't matter if I went vegan. It wouldn't matter if I went vegan, but like mostly everybody when they find out that I'm vegan has positive things to say. I've had a few bad experiences and it's actually mostly come from dating. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, when 
I usually tell people I'm vegan. They usually say like, oh, that's really awesome. Like I tried a Beyond Burger. I tried the Impossible Burger, you know, or they say like, oh yeah, like I saw that they have a vegan option now at, you know, whatever place, X, Y, Z. I'm like, yeah, it's really cool. Like everything is becoming so much more accessible and it opens up a conversation to have with people. And also too, I think like people get very interested to learn about blogging and they ask me about the cookbook and they ask me, you know, about everything that I'm doing. And it's been really great for me because I've primarily had a very positive reception to this and it opens up a lot of conversations. And, you know, I think, um, a nice like example of this is my boyfriend's mom and stepdad. They are, really cool and they always make sure that there's like vegan food for me but they also love eating all the vegan food too and they're like so excited to try stuff and like you know she goes to the health food store and she tries things and she really likes it and then she's excited to share this stuff with me and like you know it's really really awesome and like of course like within my own family too like my parents are always like oh we saw a new vegan place to try and like you know, they're always like looking at menus and really thinking about it and it's really really cool to see like the positive impact that I've had on people and like even within my friend groups too like my friends are always like yeah I'm down to go try this vegan restaurant with you or like you know like whatever it may be and that's like really awesome to see that I'm having a really positive impact within my circle and within people in my daily life. I will say I feel like the only place where it has been a little bit negative or like the reception of it was negative has obviously been online with comments with people saying stupid things but also when I was dating um so if you haven't listened to my two podcast episodes about relationships and one was about dating as a vegan and like being single as a vegan and being in relationships as a vegan definitely go check those out because I go like so into depth about my thoughts on all of this but yeah I mean it was just like I would get stupid messages from guys when I'd be like hey like yeah so I'm a vegan like oh like I'll get you to eat steak again or like oh like I don't you know I I can never go vegan I don't know it's so weird and whatever and so like if they did acted like that then I was like okay bye but like even that for the most part like people were super open to it and a lot of guys were like yeah like I watched Game Changers and it's a really cool documentary and like you know I even maybe want to try to go vegan a little bit and like you know especially guys love it when you tell them you can cook so they're like if you can cook you I'll eat it you know and it's funny like even with my boyfriend now like he's not a vegan and he like loves everything I make I made him a vegan lasagna and he's like I wouldn't even be able to tell I got him to eat tofu like a breaded tofu and he's like yeah he had it with like barbecue sauce he was like it kind of tastes like a chicken nugget like you know so it's really cool to see how I can spread veganism without like even really trying that hard in a way because then you have people who are like kind of seeing how you live your life and how you feel and it you know, prompts them to kind of feed off of your energy, which I, I really like. And, you know, if you're a vegan and you have people in your life who are giving you flack about being a vegan, then you can, I don't know, go tell them to get out of your life because there are like so many, so many more important, serious things in life. Um, and like, could you imagine getting mad at somebody for eating animals? Like that's, that's weird. So yeah. Um, I'm trying to look at my notes and see what else I wrote. So yeah, I mean, overall it's been really good and I don't really have any complaints. I'm very lucky to live in an area where it's easy to find vegan food and I never feel deprived. You know, I always say this again, cause I love to cook obviously. So I'm making myself everything that I like and you know, it's really crazy to see how my taste buds have changed too. Like I never ate tofu, but now I love tofu and like even just like opening my mind to more things like the tempeh and different cuisines and trying different things. You know, my mom is an amazing cook 
but she cooked what she knew and like we ate a lot of Italian food growing up obviously which I'll always love Italian food but it really opened my mind up to looking at other cuisines and stuff and you know trying new things new flavors new combinations and that's like really cool and I feel like I've eaten way more as a vegan like I've tried way more things as a vegan than I have as a non-vegan if that makes sense um something I wrote down is am I happy yeah I'm happy I feel like so good it's it's I always say this but it's a really nice feeling to know that you're just like you're not contributing to like the death of of animals you know I mean at least the slaughtering of them I don't you know it's that's one thing I really can't do is like watch slaughterhouse videos and stuff even after all these years I just really can't watch it I can't it it makes me like it breaks my heart honestly um you know that's another thing like I'm definitely somebody who's like vegan for the animals as much as I am for like my health and environmental reasons because there are people who are vegan who don't really care about animals of course you know they're maybe more for environmental they're more for health and you know whatever it may be but I'm definitely somebody who's like no like please let these little animals live like it just makes me feel makes me feel really sad um so yeah I'm trying to see, so I asked you guys if you had any questions, um, you know, somebody asked how it's been with friends, relationships, family, I've been very lucky that I have a very supportive circle in my life, I don't let people in my life who breed negativity and toxicity, so for me it's been really good because everyone in my circle supports me and it's just not a big deal and like everywhere I go, like all my friends, if we go to a restaurant or something, they like make sure that there's like a vegan option. And like, even like a few weeks ago, um, it was my friend's birthday and we had like a little lunch and you know, like my friend was like, you got what you needed, right? Like everything, like they made sure to give you all vegan stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, don't even, don't worry. You know, I think because vegan is also becoming super popular, you know, as it just keeps growing, it definitely becomes more well-known and it's easier for like people to understand what vegan is and like what it means. Cause like, I know too, like some people still don't know what vegan is, which is fine, but they'll be like, oh yeah, like it's vegan. It has cheese. And I'm like, no, 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 that's vegetarian. You know, like whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I'm very lucky that it's, that it's been good. You know, my family was definitely a little confused at first. They were definitely a little bit like, what are you doing? (laughs) But you know, now they've gotten used to it and we've we've navigated all the situations and everything because like holidays were a little confusing at first but now I just like bring mostly my own food and I pick on what I can if you know but it's not a big deal like to me this will never feel like an inconvenience because this is so important to me so you know when people look at me sometimes like oh isn't this like so hard like don't you feel like it's such a big commitment and I'm like well like yes and no because I'm so used to this now I'm so adjusted to it and I don't like think twice about things anymore so yeah Um, another question that somebody asked me was like how to stay healthy and not go to vegan junk food. I mean, I think, you know, everyone's definition of healthy is different, but I will say like, yes, it's really easy to go to the vegan junk foods, but just like, just remember to eat your fruits and veggies, you know, and it's okay to eat the vegan junk food, of course. And like, it's okay to enjoy it. So enjoy it when you have it. And then just remember like, you know, eat your tofu, eat your tempeh, eat your beans, eat your lentils, eat your chickpea pasta, eat your regular pasta, eat your rice, you know, and just remember to like build your plate off of more, um, not whole foods because I don't want to say whole foods. I don't like, I like that term kind of annoys me in a way, but just, you know, off of like 
other things too. And even if you do like one of my favorite things that I used to make was I would take a little vegan chicken patty. I put some vegan, some sauce on it, some vegan cheese. Then I'd have some pasta and like chickpea pasta usually. And then I would do like a veggie on the side. And like, to me, that felt really like well-balanced and good and healthy. And like, you know, so everyone's definition of health is different. I mean, I don't think you should be eating, um, you know, it's like, it's like regular food in a way, you know, try not to eat, you know, vegan fast food every day, I guess. But, you know, just remember that there's so many options out there and you just have to kind of like do what works for you and your schedule. And I mean, some people love meal prepping. I'm kind of into food prepping lately. So meal prepping is obviously like you prep a whole meal and like, you know, like let's say you made a vegan lasagna and then you portioned it out, done. Okay, whatever. I don't like meal prepping. It bothers me because I don't like eating the same thing for a bunch of days in a row. But what I do like is food prepping. So like you could just prep like a bunch of roasted potatoes, roasted Brussels sprouts, roasted broccoli, you know, and rice, and then maybe like some tofu or something. So you keep that in your fridge throughout the week and then you can like make meals. So you could even do like two protein sources, two veggies and two starches and a sauce. And then like throughout the week, you just make different combinations of things, right? Like that's like so easy to do. And then you have it in the fridge and then it's like right there. So that's like another way to help and just, you know, do things. And there's a lot of like awesome pre-packaged stuff now at Trader Joe's and uh, Whole Foods. And I mean, depending on where you live, I don't live by one, but like Kroger and Sprouts and like that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of options out there now. Um, another question that somebody wrote in was just about protein, which I know I covered before, you know, how much protein, you know, just try and make sure you have a protein source at every meal and you should be good. And, you know, you'll be where you need to be, unless you're trying to put on massive amounts of muscle, you don't need to be that concerned with protein. You're going to get enough protein as long as you're eating some beans and lentils and the tofu and the tempeh and mock meats and seitan, you know, chickpea pasta. There's plenty of sources. I've been recently using a lot of vegan protein powder, using the one from One Up Nutrition. It's really great. I like the coffee, it's caramel toffee macchiato and also the banana bread one. And, you know, those are great. I look, I try to look for things with maybe like some added plant protein. Another thing is the birch benders plant protein pancake and waffle mix that's really good and you know like it's just those little extra things that can like help you bump up your protein so you know but don't like worry too much about protein and getting you only need i think it's i think it's one kilogram i should look it up before i get this wrong hold on we're gonna google we're googling together one second what is the RDA for protein. It's also a lot lower than you would expect. Yeah, so 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. So let's say you weighed 100 pounds, which I know you don't, but I'm just doing easy math. That'd be 80 grams of protein. That sounds high. Because my math is wrong. Oh my goodness, you guys. I did I did pounds. We need kilograms. Okay, so here this article says the amount this amounts to fifty-four grams per day for a hundred and fifty pound sedentary person or sixty-five grams per day for an hundred and eighty set pound sedentary person. So like women, you know, need like fifty to sixty grams of protein a day. I think it might even be you know you can just Google online. So don't like stress out about the protein because it'll, it'll come. 
you, there's protein in so many things. Like you don't even realize how much protein there is in vegetables and stuff. It's funny because that's like always like, oh, you're not going to get protein as a vegan. But like, again, I've been here for six years. So obviously you can be vegan and get protein and put muscle on and like not die. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, overall being vegan has been probably the most life-changing positive experience for me. I mean, I, I like this is my whole life in a way which is weird and it's it is weird because I definitely separate my job from the fact that it has to do with vegan recipes you know I'm like okay like the food photography the administrative work you know everything like that but I'm also like I get to spread you know the good vegan word if you will and show people that like being vegan you can eat really cool food and have like really good stuff and you know it's always like a really nice compliment in a way when you're like bring something to someone and they're like oh I didn't even realize this was vegan like people have this like super horrible preconceived notion about what vegan food is still so it's really fun to get to like break that stereotype and like be part of it and like share you know what I feel with the world so yeah I mean I really do love it I love how I feel I love you know it helped with a lot of stuff I always had like a lot of stomach issues and those really went away. I always was so tired, like so tired. I just wanted to nap all the time. And I definitely feel like I have a lot more energy. Well, you know, I don't really notice a difference anymore because it's been so many years, but I just remember I always wanted to nap. I like couldn't wait to take a nap and I was so tired, you know, and obviously you go through phases where you get tired and especially when it's cold in winter, but I just feel like a lot of energy. Like I do my workouts and they're long workouts, 45 minutes to an hour. And I feel really good during them and I don't feel drained. And I don't feel tired and I have energy to make my recipes and do everything. I just, I feel really, really good. And I feel good about, you know, everything that I'm doing with it. And I really, I just can't believe it's been six years. That's like so weird. And I just remember like, then it was April 10th. So it was my graduate recital for uh, my master's program. And, you know, I, it was kind of, it's kind of in a way almost like your graduation because it's like such a big deal. And it was like the end of the year and whatever. So you perform, you sing for an hour and I had to sing all these languages and do all this stuff. And then we went to dinner with family and friends after and we like rented out a you know a a part of a restaurant and whatever and celebrated and that was my last vegan meal which was I mean my last non-vegan meal sorry and I remember I had parpadel I had papadel bolognese can you tell I'm getting a little tired I think because I'm I can't really speak right now and um you know I had that and I, I don't know maybe I had mozzarella and tomato or something and all this stuff and it definitely felt a little weird because I was like huh this might be the last time I ever have meat. Like this might be it. Um, you know, it's, it's, you're closing a part of your life that you grew up with. You know, I was 23. So I had, you know, I had, this was all I had known my whole life, but you know, I woke up the next morning. I remember I got, I think I got oatmeal. That's the first picture. If you scroll all the way down on plantfully based, it's an oatmeal that I got. And I just was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to like give it my best shot and whatever happens happens and now it's like all this stuff has happened and so much time has passed and I just it's weird but it's also weird because I as I was just talking to you guys about this I had this realization that like it was like my graduate recital I finished that like that was done and then like you know that kind of wrapped up grad school for me and then I started this new journey in my life and I didn't even realize it like you know, cause I don't sing anymore. And that's not, that's what I decided not to really pursue as my career. 
and it's like so crazy like that going vegan changed my whole life like it really really did and you know it's I don't know it's really it's it's just very cool it's really cool to like look back at that point in your life and be like you didn't even know what you were starting back then like you like you had no idea what you were doing and you just thought maybe you'd try to go vegan for a little bit and you know now you're here six years later and I guess we'll see what the next six years bring I don't know I can't wait to make it to year 10 I feel like that's gonna be so cool like I've been vegan for 10 years like that's gonna be really cool but you know we'll have to wait four more years for that and yeah I mean I I don't know I just like I keep saying I do love it and if you're somebody who's been on the fence about it if you're somebody who you know doesn't know if you should do it just just try it like it's not gonna hurt and if you know if you don't like it then you can you can you know you don't like it if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you you can't force people to do things but you can definitely try and you can try to incorporate more vegan meals and you can try to incorporate more plant-based stuff and try restaurants and like it, this is this is the time to go vegan because when I first went vegan there was nothing it was day of cheese and field roast which thank god for field roast because if field roast didn't exist I don't know what would have happened for me <laughs> like I needed field roast in my life that was the only thing and like I used to come home like because I was living with my friends and like we were like young and fun running around and whatever and we would come home from like drinking and I would be like give me like popcorn with nutritional yeast <laughs> like I didn't know what to eat as like a drunk food <laughs> it was funny but um yeah I just I don't know I love it I love that I get to create things I love that I get to be inventive with food like it's so cool to get to like make like a cheese sauce out of red lentils. I mean, a cheese sauce out of cauliflower, like, come on, like those are, that is so cool. And if you haven't tried my vegan cheese recipes that are made from red lentils and cauliflower, and I just put out a new one actually called the easiest vegan mozzarella, like you have to try them, but it's so cool to get to do that. And it's so cool to get to try these things and like figure out how to make these foods and, you know, do all this stuff. And then also to like, you know, photograph it and do everything and everything that's part of my job so yeah it's just been it's really been a wild ride and I really I don't know it's crazy so we'll see what happens in the next six years we'll see what the next six years bring maybe a second cookbook maybe a cooking show on tv maybe a product who knows and I think you know I'm very passionate about being vegan so I'm very passionate about my job and everything that I do and yeah, I'm just really grateful for everyone who's decided to kind of join in on me in the last six years. And I'm really grateful that I took that step to do that and to change everything that I knew, you know, it's scary. Change is scary. I didn't know. My mom didn't know what seitan was. We didn't eat tofu growing up. I had to learn how to do all this stuff. You know, there's a learning curve with this, but I think it's well worth it. And, you know, learning about cruelty-free products and what, you know, because I, I'm, you know, I do my best to make sure that everything I'm using is cruelty free and vegan and that I'm not using leather and that I'm not, you know, buying new leather and that I'm not buying fur, although I never bought fur. I feel like that's such like an outdated thing. Like who is buying furs anyway? But, you know, so like there's like so much to learn about this and it can feel overwhelming, but that's why I took it really slowly. And I even took a while before I like fully called myself vegan just so I felt like comfortable with the title. So yeah on that note I think I said everything I wanted to say 
you know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to talk about, I'm always here to talk about things. And thank you for listening. Like I said earlier, if you like the podcast, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's very helpful. And I will talk to you guys soon. And I hope you're having a wonderful day or night wherever you are in the world.